The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain, and after he had sat down, his disciples came to him. He began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the land. Blessed are they who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the clean of heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are they who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And blessed are you when they insult you and persecute you and utter every kind of evil against you falsely because of me. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward will be great in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. I think the title of this homily could be taken from the first line of the song we sang at the beginning of Mass. Lead kindly light amidst, amid the encircling gloom, lead me on. It's Saturday morning and I'm writing my homily for today and tomorrow. The sun is peeking over my neighbor's house. A new day is beginning. And soon enough, a new week. We will be together once more inside our beautiful church. How fortunate we are. As we begin to wander through the readings together, let us ask our Lord for exactly what we need to hear to obtain the grace To love more, love better, and love deeper. We need a road map and a compass on how to live with love. St. John of the Cross once wrote, and I quote, Men do not do these things, but God, who knows what is suitable for us and arranges things for our good, Think nothing else but that God ordains all. And where there is no love, put love. And you will draw out love. At the corner of Newburn Avenue and Tradwick Road on Friday morning, going to anoint an elderly man, I saw a man with a sign... I am hungry. I wound down my window and we greeted each other. His name was Junior. He recognized I was a pastor and I told him I was a Catholic priest. And he said, and you love Jesus too, right? He asked me and I told him I did. He was from Boston, Massachusetts where he ran a Bible study. He had the biggest smile. I gave him two pairs of socks and a backpack, for which he was very grateful. He said he would use the backpack for his pillow, 
as I drove away, I remembered that Jesus was in my pocket. How he must have smiled. Both Junior and I are not wise by human standards or of noble birth, but we both love Jesus. Today, Jesus is giving us the roadmap on how to love. The Beatitudes turn everything upside down. Christ knew that his apostles were already suffering for following him. They were ready to receive what are considered now the fulfillment of the Ten Commandments. What we hear in these eight Beatitudes is the divine blueprint for the doctrine of love. And we are ready to receive them in our times. Times that give us the impression that all is lost. That we are losing the battle with the secular world. I won't list the problems that make up our times because we know them well. Well, we think we know them well. Put a question mark there. Because probably, like you and most people, we actually don't know some of them very well. The challenges, I mean. I won't, uh, sorry. What I want for us today is a heartfelt decision to rejoice and be glad because in the measure that the Beatitudes become my way of living, our reward will be great in heaven. Let's not lose sight of eternal life. As we come to the end of our lives, the only thing that matters is whether we have loved God and our neighbor. Recently, a family at St. Joseph's invited me to dinner because they wanted me to meet their neighbors who have fallen away from the church. I was amazed at how wonderful these people were, so joy-filled, Perhaps that encounter was their first step towards coming back. For me, this is an example of the Beatitudes. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. I felt the kingdom of God in those four walls. And the evening came about because of the next Beatitude. Blessed are they who mourn, for they will be comforted. I had already met their neighbors of the St. Joseph family when I went to the hospital to anoint their father who was dying. This is the Beatitudes at work, being led by them as we live and move and have our being inside the kingdom of God. And here, I just want to thank you for being apostles. I see you growing and developing as ambassadors of Jesus. And it is beautiful. God chose the foolish, the weak, the the lowly, and the despised. That we would have nothing to boast 
of before him. I invite you all as your pastor to carry these beatitudes with you this week. Pray with them. Examine your heart with them. Talk about them with your children. And above all, put them into practice. Let's read them slowly one last time before, in the form of a question before we enter the mystery of the Eucharist and receive our Lord in communion. He will help us to live this fourth week of ordinary time in an extraordinary way. How am I poor in spirit? Do I live inside my means, not looking to have more, and detached from the material gifts that God has given me? How do I mourn? Do I allow myself to grieve when I lose someone or something and place myself beside Jesus? How am I meek? Am I docile to the Holy Spirit's promptings inside of me to be more like Jesus? To be submissive to the sovereign king over me. Meekness. I am submissive to him. Do I hunger for righteousness? Do I stand up for those who have no one to stand up for them? Am I merciful? Or am I more judgmental than merciful to those around me and to what I hear on social media? Sometimes the social media begins to dictate how I judge. And we need the gospel to dictate how I judge. Am I clean inside my heart? What idols are cluttering my heart? Name them and get rid of them. No idols allowed. Am I a peacemaker? The world needs bridge builders and encourages. Am I one of them? How do I react when insulted and persecuted? Am I able to keep silent where silence is best? And smile even though I am really hurting inside right now. I would like to end this homily by referring to something that Father Joshua told me about a football player. Father Joshua can tell you anything about football. It's one of his pastimes. And uh, so, at the age of 23 years of age, he is the starting quarterback for the 49ers. I think he's playing today. I see shining through this quote the Beatitudes being lived out on the football field. 
Every time I play, no matter what happens, I want others to see God through my actions. Every time I step on the field, I want to bring him glory. Even when I lose, I point to God and thank him for the opportunity. Everything happens for a reason. It's all a lesson from the Lord. It's a game. It's not my life. We turn now to God our Father who secures justice for the oppressed and offer him our prayers. That the church will stand before the world without stain or blemish, holy and obedient to God's word, we pray to the Lord. Lord, For an end to terrorism in the world and for the healing of all hatred and division, we pray to the Lord. For Catholic educators, especially during this Catholic Schools Week, that they may form our children according to the light and truth of Christ, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all families, that the Lord will bless and strengthen them to remain united in peace and love, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Today's Mass is being offered for the people of the parish. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For our country and those who defend it, may our men and women who serve in the military be kept safe from all harm. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the repose of the souls of all the faithful departed, that through our prayers and those of the Blessed Mother, they may join the saints in heaven. Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord. And let perpetual light shine upon them. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed. Loving Father, in you we take refuge. Incline your ear to us and save us. Be our fortress, our stronghold, our rock of refuge. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.